Fortunebox.com here, and we'll be checking out this TikTok video about how to spend your paycheck so you don't go broke by a TikTok user called Zach Hartley. So let's check this out. Here's how to manage your paycheck so you don't go broke. The first 20% of your paycheck always goes into savings and investment. That's not a bad idea. The next 30% of your paycheck needs to be going towards your rent or paying down a mortgage. If it's a mortgage, this can be as high as 35 to 37%. But if it's higher than that, you're probably living a little bit too lavishly for the amount of income that you generate. I agree. Because the thing is, a lot of people make the mistake like, oh, I make $100,000 a year. So that means that I could spend, you know, half of that for like my mortgage so I could live in a really nice house. Like, it's just such a bad idea. Same thing with, like, spending, like, 50% of your paycheck to, like, go towards, like, rent. Because the thing is, people forget to factor in taxes, forget to factor in just daily expenses or things that might just come up, right? But I do like already how this Zach Hartley individual is prioritizing a person to basically save and invest their money first before paying their mortgage and rent. Basically paying themselves first, always. I kind of like the idea of that. The next 10 to 15% of your paycheck can go towards your transport or your vehicle. But if you are paying more than 15% of your monthly income on your vehicle, it is way too much. You need to find a better option. Now, this is also kind of like a funny thing too, because I agree, like you shouldn't really be spending that much money on like a vehicle, like you shouldn't be spending more than 15% of your monthly income towards your vehicle. That being said, what people are comfortable with are also like cultural base, right? So for example, someone in a maybe Hispanic family or like a Asian family might lean more towards spending their money on like a super nice car compared to potentially a house or vice versa like like it can depend on your culture as well like so for example in a more korean culture they tend to focus more heavily on driving very nice cars like very nice cars so even if you're not necessarily doing well financially in the culture you might be more inclined and basically almost peer pressured into having a super expensive car relative to what you're actually living in or relative to what your actual amount of money you're making. So that's something to keep in mind too. Next up is 20% for your food and drinks. This includes eating out, this includes your regular day-to-day, and this also includes your cocktails and your bottles of wine. If it's over 20%, you're spending way too much. Now this is something to think about too. A lot of people don't actually know how much money they're actually spending towards their food costs, right? And it really adds up. So let me just use like this as an example. Average days in a month is about 30. Let's say that you typically work five days a week, per week, four weeks. So that's 20 days out of the 30. And let's say that every single day, for breakfast, you go to like a Starbucks or something of that equivalent and get like a coffee or a drink or whatever, which might average to about, let's just say $10, right? So on just that one meal slash drink, 
Monday through Friday for the month, you're spending close to 200 bucks, right? Again, like I'm just like tossing a number out there, right? So you're spending 200 bucks on like a food category for just one meal a day, in a sense, like not including your groceries, not include anything like that. So that could really add up. Say you want to go out for like lunch during your workday. That's another like 10 bucks. So now your food bill instead of 200 is now more like 400 bucks per month. Oh, but you also want to do it for dinner too. Oh, well, another 10 bucks. Well, now you got basically a monthly food bill of $600 a month, not including your groceries and not including you actually going out on the weekend, right? Like, so it could really get expensive without people really thinking about it. And that final 10 to 20% that's left over is for anything you want it to be. It could be travel, it could be your Netflix subscription, a new set of clothes, anything you want here. This is your flex money that is left over, but the first thing you always do is invest that first 20%. And I like that. Now, for me personally, the way that I have it set up is that I automatically do it, right? I set an amount either per day, per week, or per month where money is automatically invested into things that I want to invest in. So for example, if I want to invest money into the S&P 500, I have that set up automatically to do that every single week or every single month. That's like an example. And that's the way you should do it as well. It's like the more you automate things in your life, the easier it is to stick with it because you just basically forget about it. You don't pay any attention to it, right? So you don't feel like you're losing that money when you're automatically in, like investing it because it's just doing it, right? It's just automatically happening without you ever really thinking about it. But this also can go work in the opposite direction if you're having debt that you got to pay, right? Because that's also automatic and you're having to pay that debt right? But the thing is, if you're only paying the minimum amount of payment for your debt, well, that's going to keep on going higher and higher and higher to where you might only have like a $2,000 debt, but you might end up paying close to like five grand by the time you actually get done with paying it off, which is insane. So this is why we also push really hard in getting people out of debt because once you're out of debt and you're not making those like automatic monthly payments that you have to make every single month, you can then use those automated like payments the opposite direction towards your future so that one, you actually have money to spend on things that you actually like. But then two, you could actually retire. Like a lot of people will end up working day in, day out, and by the time that they get to retirement, they can't even retire because they got no money that was invested. So it's just something to really think about. Like, yes, you need to save your money. Yes, you need to invest as well. But if you have debt that you have to pay off, pay that off. So, for example, I would do everything in this situation, right? in the way that this guy broke down like your paycheck. But first I would probably get about like a quick emergency savings account of like $2,000. If I basically have like no money, right? I'm 
assuming that like if I have like no money, I'm going to save up or sell stuff to where I get to a $2,000 bank account, and then I'm going to do everything I can by making as much money as possible to pay off my debt. I'd basically be paying the minimums for all my stuff and then just paying debt off as fast as possible so that I could lower my overall monthly cost by a heavy amount, right? Feel free to give your thoughts on this. If you want to learn how to get out of debt, if you want to learn how I got out of debt and grew my net worth, go down below or go to 40 com. But yeah, be very careful with how you manage your money because if you end up being car poor, house poor, food poor even, it gets really hard to simply live your life.